For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. My pleasure now to introduce to the show, welcome to the show, uh, former All Black Mills Mulioina. G'day Mills, how you doing? Hey, good idea. Not, not too bad. Not too it's bad a, to be on. Yeah, yeah. No, great to have you, mate. Great to have you. I, I had to ask um, off the top, mate. It seems like at the moment we have an absolute. We're absolutely spoiled for choice when it comes to quality fullbacks coming through. I mean, obviously Geordie's doing a great job, but you know Connor Garden Bashup for the Highlanders these last couple of rounds has really put his hand up. Zahn Sullivan is showing some good things. We've got Will Jordan running around. You know, I mean, uh, we've got uh, an absolute plethora of options at fullback at the moment, don't we? Yeah, we certainly do. I mean, uh, who would want to be an all-black coach at the moment? Of course, Stephen Pilafetto as well, playing for the Blues yesterday, outstanding form. So, gee, well, there's, there's an abundance of them, that, that's for sure. But, um, you know, certainly some guys that are lightening up, I think, you know, in, in terms of uh, where Geordie is at and his consistency so far in these first three rounds, um, you know, he's certainly um, stepped up. But there's, there's, some quality, um, there's some quality there, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. We've got, uh, got a ton of quality running around at the moment. And the 15, uh, what did you make of your Chiefs uh, yesterday, mate, up against the Blues? I mean, I, I felt like they probably got the rub of the green when it came to the referee. There was a few few 50-50s that went the other way. Uh, but but what did you make of the final result in that one? Oh, look, I think first of all, great. I mean, um, a great moment also for you know Brad Webber to, to get his 100th game. He had an exceptional game. Um, I thought they were going to pick them at the end there. Uh, unfortunately, you know, um, you know, to, you know, Brent just sort of missing that opportunity there. But you know, the Blues, um, I thought, you know, a little bit, a little bit scrappy. It was a scrappy sort of a um, sort of a second half. They they came out in that first half, a lot of try, a couple of tries, really nice tries being scored. But um, you know, in the end, it was a nice little we um, nice little we set up try there that uh, they were set up by Stephen Pedalfetto. But I like the way that the Chiefs are, um, are moving. I think they've got a, a decent enough four pack there. Um, I like the way they're playing. That they're playing the game. Um, you know, perhaps um, they're a little bit messy, uh, particularly in that second half. But uh, certainly, there's some good things that have come out of it. And I, and I think if you look at the Blues, where they where they were the week before, uh, and almost put it again, I think uh, there'll be a, a bit of relief, and uh, uh, certainly on um, you know in terms of uh, Leon McDonald and the coaching staff that they they got there in the end. Hey, Millsy, Marshy here, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, absolutely agree on what you surmised there in that game. Look, the Chiefs probably rude, not taking opportunities. They let the Blues back in, and, yeah, they got the rub of the green in the finish of the Blues. But um, I wanted to sort of move on and ask you uh, about the Moana Pacifica performance. Um, you know, I guess it warmed your heart to see the, the effort and the skill set and just the the style of rugby that they produced against the Crusaders. What did you make of the match? Oh, yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. Um, you know, it was always, I think it's, it was a tough one. I, I sort of, um, you know, watched them in the preseason against the Chiefs and they struggled a wee bit. So, um, and then obviously the COVID factor, um, seeing a lot of, lot of players. But they came out in um, plenty of heart, plenty of physicality, uh, plenty of soul there. So Aaron Major is really building a, a really good sort of environment, and a, a culture. Um, in terms of that and what they sort of produced against, uh, I mean, it's a it's a quality uh, Crusaders team. Um, you know, there's, there's certainly guys in that Crusaders team that you could easily sort of start week in, you know, week out. So it's there's, there's the makings of a really good team. Um, I guess if I was going to play devil's advocate, is 
you know, whether they can keep for that consistency week in, week out. But the motivation's certainly there. You know, they've got history behind the fact, you know, they're in this competition. Um, you know, a lot of guys will be motivated by, the, by that, that fact and, and to inspire uh, Pacifica people. Um, but this is a quality competition. You know, we've, we've seen, um, you know, that any team can win, um, you know, on, on their day. And it's, it's whether they can use that motivation but also use the technical side of things as well with their, with their coaches and, and making sure they come up with a game plan. And, um, you know, because when you look at them on paper, um, you know, compared to the other teams, you know, the other teams have got it all over them. Um, it's whether they can, you know, uh, keep on with that sort of passion and pride but also making sure that the, the technical side of things, um, you know, they can play. And that's probably more evident in that, in that later stage of that half against the Crusaders, where the Crusaders just roll up their sleeves and they went to the set-piece. This is the sort of stuff I'm talking about, whether they can, you know, go to the set-piece game and, and set a good platform, and, and um, you know, throughout the whole 80 minutes and, and have the quality players to be able to go, OK, you know, we can, we can run this ball right or we can um, defend with physicality and run the ball hard. But can we actually roll our sleeves up from a technical point of view and, and have that really good set piece that, um, that's needed throughout this competition? Good point. Like, let's throw your uh, over 100 oh, test, well, your 100 test uh, experience, and we'll throw a coaching uh, cap on you as well, Millsy, which you enjoy. Um, so, if you were coaching them, what, how would you have them play? Like, and and and, and equally, I, I guess this kind of relates to the the endure as well, like. Do you, do you, how do you enable that uh, Pacifica flair to come out? And you know, because you, you don't want to get into an arm wrestle with teams that traditionally play a New Zealand style or an Australian style of game, do you? But you also you don't want to play sevens and and, and you know basically run up your own ass. So I was kind of, how would you how would you break down the best way for them to play? Oh mate, it's such it's, it's such a hard balance because you don't want to take that flair away from their game, but also by allowing them, you know, allowing Pacifica guys to play like that, sometimes you can get disjointed. So enable them to play that. First of all, they've, they've, you know, obviously they've worked hard on their fitness and their physicality, which is you know, the trainers have done a really good job. But again, I come back to that technical aspect, you know, um, and, and that probably comes down to your drivers. McClutchy's done a fantastic job. They played well last night. His partnership uh, with Inari's, you know, obviously, you know, they've, they've formed really well through, you know, um, you know, the NPC, you know, but this is a different level. So it's really about those sort of guys, um, you know, making sure they, they, they game manage well, you know, there's an aspect of, you know, the flair and making sure we're right, but then also making really good decisions that, hey, there is going to be times where we have to, we have to kick and try and, um, and try and get our lineup so we can make these big, tackles to then hopefully turn over the ball and get into that arm wrestle with, with teams. That's probably where the Crusaders struggled a, li- a little bit. They've got a really good balance of the Moana um, Pacifica team. The, the key is for them now is to be able to just keep working on that balance. And they've got a good, good, good coaching staff. Aaron Major's a very sound coach. Um, you know, they've got, the, you know, they're working a lot on the, um, the heritage off the field in terms of what they do there. But it's just, it's really important that they have the real game manage, management guys that are around there sort of you know, picking the moments of when to actually get a balance right between the health of scouter stuff compared to uh, the technical aspect of the game. Are you worried about their depth, Millsy? Like, man, some super franchises will be wondering, how did Danny Tuala and Levi Omoa, um, and to a degree, William Harvelli, you know, how, how did those guys not come to our attention earlier because of the way they played? But 
maybe you take those guys out, you take uh, Irida Nari out and, and, and uh, teammate Stowers, do the, if they start to get fatigued and get some injuries, have they got the depth in the rest of the squad or is that is that ultimately probably what's going to hurt them as this com- as they go deeper into this competition? Yeah, massive, mate. You've hit the nail on the head. The, the, the depth here is, is probably a big worry. But I suppose if you look at the, the bigger picture, you know, what does this competition look like in terms of, you know, later on? You know, obviously they're inspiring guys to be able to, you know, come on board. I mean, you've spoken about those guys that Super Rugby franchises have missed out on, but the reality is we've got so much depth in our franchises that guys like this will miss out. So I guess it would be nice if you, if you kind of, you know, strip back things and you look at guys that are actually on the bench um, for other franchises, you know, like off the tour in the Fossey, for instance, the Garden Bashes of, you know, the Hurricanes or the Umanga Jensen's, um, the type of guys that, you know, perhaps there's an opportunity for those guys to one day say, hey, well, I, I don't necessarily want to, you know, be sitting on the bench week in, week out. Can I get game time where I can go to Moana uh, Pacifica and, you know, and be attracted by that? Not not just uh, by the way they play, but also financially as well. It, it does that open that up now for, for something later? Now, this is probably opening up a whole can of crumbs, but I think <sighs> it, will, it, it will produce some really good depth. It? It, it will do some really good depth and, and also... Oh create a really good competition yeah oh, man, I love that like I don't know whether it's you know it's counterproductive to you know what Sir Michael Jones um, and, and Sir BG Williams were trying to achieve in terms of Pacifica rugby but you know maybe they just get a small balance like like he's like you add a Luke Romano in, into that uh, type five mm-hmm. uh, and you know who wasn't getting any game time with the Crusaders and imagine the difference that he makes or you know, somebody else who struggles for, for game time um, elsewhere. So it's only a small little interference in the dominant Pacifica gene, but yet it's given those guys a bit of a reinvigorated um, opportunity to play and express themselves and perhaps be noticed more. And equally, it just adds a little bit of a, a solid approach to the depth of the squad, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, and I could tell you there's some guys in red and black jerseys that I can, uh, I'm, I'm sure would, would, uh, would be great for them too, mate. They've got plenty of depth down there, Marcy. <laughs> Yeah, they got tons of depth there, right, Mills? I mean, if you know uh, Razor reasonably well, mate, he would have obviously seen this as an opportunity to give um, some guys who are knocking on the door at training and that an opportunity to impress. Uh, and I think probably a few of them would have learned a lot last night. Um, do you do you see off the back of last night any of them uh, bothering that sort of first twenty three? I, I, I think Razor will be well aware about you know the use of the squad. He's uh, he's very sound in terms of how he motivates his players. For, for a lot of these guys, uh, they'll be going out there to try and make, would have gone out there to try and make a point. But it's one of those games, they know, that you sort of get involved with it. Sometimes the harder you try, and because you haven't had the, um, the sort of that momentum, you know, after a couple of games, that you, know, you sort of, you know, you, you lose sort of connection with the other guys. I, I think there's still plenty of talent there. There'll be um, later on in the, in the later stages of of the uh, competition, you know, some of these guys, um, you know, will be really starting to put their hand up. And that's what Razor wants. All he wants is guys to be competitive and actually pushing, um, you know, guys, um, you know, to, to actually earn that, that sort of starting 15 spot or, or in the 23. And they've got a really good balance there. So I don't, I don't think um, he'll be too concerned about that. There's, there's a lot 
lot of factors that sort of played into that. And one of the biggest ones is the motivation of, you know, Moana Pacifica and how they sort of came out, you know, written off, and they'll con- continue to be written off, I suppose, in terms of going forward. But, um, you know, they played a big part in coming out and, and the way they played and sort of shocked the Crusaders, and um, particularly in that first, sort of, I'd say, 50 or so minutes. And what about um, just just going back to that Blues Chiefs game? I know we've we kind of touched on that earlier, uh, but what have you made of Roger Tuivasa-Sheck's uh, start in fifteens uh, in rugby union? Oh, well, I loved it. Loved the way the first round was awesome. Uh, he, he looked a little bit tentative, um, you know, yesterday in, in terms of his defence. I think you know the Chiefs are obviously trying to target sort of uh, you know his separation between. Himself and um, and Rick um, you know, defensively he's just going to get you know better and better, uh, and he has to be because it's it's a different technique in terms of um, what the leagueies obviously do. He tends to go a little bit high, um, but I've liked the way he's injected himself. That first week he was absolutely outstanding. I know he's injured now, and um, let's hope his, his shoulders are not not too bad, but. I, I really like the like how he's come on, and um, particularly in that position. I, I thought that he might sort of try and find his feet a little bit on the outside, because it's probably possibly a little bit um, easier. But he's certainly transitioned really well into into rugby, considering you know the amount of time he's played at league. Well, talk us through that then, Mills, because I, you know, had heard this chat, uh, and it was mentioned in the commentary, as mentioned leading up, that the Chiefs were going to try and target some runners down, uh, down his part of the field because they, you know, he's a, he's new to the new to the game, I guess. But I was like, that seems counterintuitive to me because you know, being a league, he probably makes four times as many tackles in league uh, as you would in union. So, uh, what's the difference, and why do you think they targeted that area? I just think it's the connection. Um, you know, obviously, in league, you know, it, let's, I mean, he, he's not shy of getting physical. He can tackle. This, you know, this guy can absolutely tackle. But you have to make good, really good decisions. And when guys are coming off, particularly when, you know, there's a scrum, there's, you know, set-piece scrum there, and he's, bite, he's sort of they're wanting him to bite in, and they're using a runner sort of, you know, behind him. And I think he hadn't, um, I think it was Nano Saturo, had, had he not tipped over, there was a big opening down there. I mean, you mix it up with a couple of forwards as well. That you, you know, you just want him to get a little bit flat-footed um, to try and get on that outside of them. Um, so it's probably more manipulating him, um, and particularly when you know these ruck ball and you know um, you know the guys that are beside you. Some of them are you know particularly in second, the second five. Some of them are, are bigger boys, so you have to stay a little bit a little bit connected. You know, although it sounds easy, um, you know, moving in a little bit closer when you know the ball's relatively fast from from set piece, those are decisions he has to make on the spot. If you're a little bit out and a little bit wider, then he's jeopardising himself in terms of um, their, their sort of pattern. So, but that only comes with you know with playing more and more and and and, and being you know connected with your guys, getting used to um, you know front football compared to back football and making really good decisions because it can sometimes, especially in that position, um, it, it, things can sometimes be all over the place. But if you have a really good voice and a connection with guys and and, and put yourself in really good positions. Um, you can easily, you know, um, find yourself, um, you know, a little bit more comfortable in, in those sort of circumstances. And on uh, that kick at the end, um, you know, you don't want to be in Bryn Hall's boots, do you? I mean, as a teammate, uh, when he when he sort of misses what looks like a very kickable penalty to win the match, what, what's your reaction? What are you what are you saying to him in the sheds? Oh, mate, well, I'm not one to bloody go on about bloody goal kicking. They tried to make me a goal kicker. There's no way I was taking on any of that pressure. But, 
but he'll be disappointed. Um, you know, obviously had a, an opportunity, you know, to win the game. Um, I, I think it's like you don't really want to get yourself into that position, and the Chiefs will be disappointed with the try they, um, you know, that's, um, that they led in to, to get them there. But I mean, what do you say? You know, um, he'll just go back, and he's, he's a quality player. I think they'll come out this week. Um, there's a number of um, other things, other factors that uh, they'll be really disappointed about to, to make sure that they don't get themselves in this position. But one thing that we do know after these first three weeks is it's going to come down to these sort of, it might come down to these sort of moments given, you know, how good, um, you know, the, the rest of the competition is. So, um, yeah, who would, who would want to be a damn goal kicker, mate? Not me, that's for sure. <laughs> Fair enough, two mils. Hey, we're doing this uh, competition called Match Marshy where uh, uh, people have to pick their player of the week uh, in the Super Rugby round and they text it through to us on double eight double three. And if it's the same as Marshy's, they win themselves a Dometic Cool Ice um uh, roto molded icebox which holds like you know twelve big bots. It's um it, it, it's the shizzle about three hundred bucks oh. worth, mate. Um, if I was going to ask you for a player of the of the round, who who would you be uh, who would you be looking at? Oh mate, I, I can't go can't go past Brad Weber. I think um, given you know the, the moment and how he played and scored a couple of tries, um, you know certainly for me, I think um, you know he's probably well deserved for my index for sure. And he's a halfback, Marshy, so let's hope you picked him, mate. Yes, boy. Look good on you, Millsy. It's not not that it's him, but good to see that you're picking a nine. That's just so important. <laughs> so, and with this is the halfbacks union, apparently, right here on the rugby run on SCNZ. We're 25 away from uh, two o'clock. Mills, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate your time on a Sunday. No worries, guys. Good on you. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.